Dionisio at the plate, he's over to today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's. Oh, it's raining now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater. My name is Jeremy Dionisio. And I'm Jack Swakowski. And uh, it's uh, Tuesday, September 3rd, uh, 2019. Uh, we just got back from the Seattle Mariners at uh, Chicago Cubs game. Um, uh, but first, before we get into that, we got a couple things uh, right off the top. Number uh, number one is that it's episode number 56. Yeah, and in honor of episode number 56, uh, today we're going to change it up a little bit. Instead of uh, honoring an individual player who was numbered 56, we're going to honor the 2002 Milwaukee Brewers who won a whopping 56 games. They yeah. were 56 and 106. They were managed <laughs> for 15 games by Davey Lopes, uh, whose son or something we may or may not have seen play for the Mariners tonight. Yes. That's unconfirmed. We saw a guy named Tim Lopes, I think yeah. his name was. Anyway, so Davy Lopes managed part of that season. Jerry Royster, who I had forgotten about, oh. uh, ever managed the Brewers, uh, managed the rest of that season. Yeah. Um, their top war player was Jose Hernandez, who struck out 188 times that year. He was also their all-star. Uh, they also had current Cubs bench coach Mark Loretta. Ronnie Belliard was on that team. Uh, Jeremy Glendon Rush was uh, through over 200 innings for them. Yeah, yeah. I got to say, Glendon Rush was uh, I. He was like a fan favorite with the Cubs, and he was one of my favorites. He was like a weird guy, like a weird kooky guy, and he was a lefty. Yeah, I, I like the lefties. He could hit too, couldn't he? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, and they had Ruben Cavedo, who was also a Cub at he one was, point, he was. wasn't he? Was he a fat pitcher? He was. He was, he was a fat a, pitcher. Was a fat pitcher. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. Um, Mark Loretta was not a starter on that team. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess well, maybe he was. I bet he was probably maybe hurt that oh, year yeah, or that something. Sense, uh, yeah. Oh, God, Alex Ochoa, Lenny Harris, career pinch hitter was on that team. Well, they, Tyler Houston. For another former Cub, Tyler Houston. Yep. Um, he, uh, he was, he's ranked, you know, as their, their third baseman in their lineup. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, Loretta must have been hurt or something. He either missed the second half or missed the first half yeah. or something. Actually, Eric Young Sr. Uh, was also a former Cub. Wasn't Eric Young on yeah, the Cubs he, for a while? Yeah, he was. And so was Paul Bacco, the yeah. catcher. Oof. I, for, did they retroactively go and make him Eric Young Senior because yeah. of Eric Young Junior? I like, wonder. Does that happen? Like, do guys go retroactively in the record books become like a senior or something? Yeah, I feel like if you're Weird. a senior, like you've earned the right to not like call yourself senior. It's like you're just you're just the guy. You right. Know, everybody yeah, you're else the original. You're the original. Everybody else after you has like the title after their name. Just like Albert Almora, great <laughs> baseball player Albert Almora. What? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paul Baco is the uh, uh, like the the embodiment of the bad of the shitty catcher of like the bad catcher who like can't hit and like is only there for defense like it's it's i get i get nightmares about like backup catchers yeah and especially when your team doesn't have a power hitting catcher and your back the the backup rate catcher is your starting catcher and Mm -hmm. it's just which is pretty much been what the White Sox have been doing for the last, you know, however many years since Przinsky retired, basically. And it's just, it gives me chills. The the backup catcher. Kevin Kevin Smith. Uh, Actually, (laughs) I think he's on the Angels this year. He is, yeah. So many more guys. Uh, Robert Machado, former Cub, he caught the Kerry Wood 20 strikeout game. Um, wow. And he, uh, yeah, just a mere uh, four years later, right? He was on yeah. the, the Brewers. Yeah, Mike DeJean was their closer. He had that's 20, horrible. 20, yeah, that's that's uh, really pathetic. 27 yeah. saves that year. 
Um, and Jamie Wright, who uh, actually uh, hung around for quite a long time. He was uh, and Ray King. Do you remember Ray? Ray yeah, you remember Ray, Ray King. King the, another, the, another fat. Yeah, another another fat pitcher. He was a lefty as well. Yeah, right. He didn't have to be that durable though, because he was a. You he was, know, he was a loogie. loogie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, that was a that was one hot uh, 2002 Brewers team. That was uh, actually I think they got Ricky Weeks coming out of that year as the second overall draft pick. So well, yeah, uh, and Bill Hall was on this roster yeah. too. That blew my blew my mind a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he was uh, 22 years old at that time. He uh, got came up for a cup of coffee. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that, and Matt Stairs. Did, oh, did we no, mention Matt Stairs? Another former Cub, yeah. another fan favorite. <laughs> there was some some ugly crossbreeding between those two teams like dur- during that era. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was like there like that was before there was any sort. Sort of like you know threat or like there was there was any sort of kind of competition between the two teams even though they were both bad probably yep. many years but mm-hmm. yeah there's not really that much of a rivalry when both teams suck I guess right uh, so 2002 uh, Milwaukee Brewers we honor you and let's hope that after Christian Yelich is gone from the Brewers they don't revert, <laughs> they don't revert back to that yeah it could be yeah it could be uh, some dark times ahead right possibly, well but. T- Jeremy tonight was uh, uh, we sh- first of all we should mention the, yeah we have uh, a big big announcement yeah big announcement so we've uh, uh, we have been accepted to the Catalyst Content Festival, which is going on October 9th through 13th, just about a little over a month from now. Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a festival like um, you know nowadays, like uh, there's you know entertainment is is content now, right? And it's not just film and video. Um, but uh, but yeah, so this is this is a festival like it's it's a film festival like started out as a film festival. Um, and they've opened their their uh, you know their their uh, field their pool or whatever and they 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 are taking podcasts and like yeah we we were selected as an official selection for the uh, Catalyst Film Festival so like or the Catalyst Content Festival so in their podcast subcategory in the, in the po- podcast selection yes uh, uh, section so like that's very exciting for us yeah. like uh, it's it's pretty cool uh, it's pretty cool to get uh, noticed uh, and recognized it is and um, um, and we yeah. may we may at the festival we might be doing a live performance of this podcast we're not sure. Yet. Yet, yeah, that's yeah. not confirmed. There's talks of, of possibly doing like a live show. So if that if that happens, we will make sure that it is recorded and you know released to the fans. Uh, yeah, because uh, yeah, there's some there's some cool like you know we have some cool ideas about what what it, what that could be. Right. Whether um, it's uh, you know a top list of the, the weirdo characters uh, that we encountered who may there may be yeah. some new additions tonight. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's gonna be there's a new addition new additions tonight for sure. Yeah, for sure. And so um, so yeah, it's gonna be really cool. I'm very excited, Jack. I think you're pretty excited. As well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's up in Duluth, Minnesota, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's going from the 9th to the 13th of October. So uh, we'll see if things work out, and there's a Twins playoff game, you know, happening around then. Like we'll see what happens. Yep. But um, yeah, yeah. So, but but uh, it's very cool, and we're excited, and we'll, we'll see what happens. And you know, we'll be we'll be talking more about it in the weeks to come, and uh, definitely after uh, after it happens, we'll be giving a full recap of the events and everything. So oh, certainly, should be very cool. It's a very good thing for Rain Delay Theater. So we're we're very thankful to the Catalyst uh, Content Festival um, for that. Uh, so yeah, so uh, without further ado, um, we we had a game. Uh, we, we did too. Yeah, um, at uh, Wrigley Field. It's been a while since we've been to Wrigley Field. But yeah, I think it was back back in May when we saw the Phillies play. Right? I think that was the last game yeah. we went to. It's yeah, been, it's been a while, folks. Uh, it's tough. It's tough to get Cubs tickets during <laughs> the summer. But it, once it's uh, definitely tough to get them at at the Rain Delay Theater rate, which is <laughs> yeah, uh, at, at, uh, at our at our price. It's a little rich. The summer tickets are a little rich for our blood. Yeah, um, you know, but, so we don't want to we don't want to get a Kickstarter going just so you can pay for us to go to Cubs games. Right, right. 
right. uh, yeah. it would help, but uh, we're not we're not doing that. So no. um, so yes, yeah, so, so until that you know until anything changes, we're on a strict April May to September right <laughs> Cubs schedule. So uh, us and fans like us all know that once school starts, so this is the day after Labor Day. I think yeah. this was CPS's first day. Yeah. So once September rolls around and school starts, uh, everybody knows that tickets get a little cheaper. So this happened last season, Jeremy, at the September game we went to uh, against the Pirates. Yes. Uh, for the Cubs, like it, it feels you it, you got more of a White Sox feel at these September Cubs games yeah. because like kind of the seedy underbelly of the uh, uh, Cub fan base comes out for these cheap September tickets, yeah, de- us included, I think. Yeah, you were telling on the walk to the park, Jack. You were saying that a friend of yours said that like, oh, it's a cheap game tonight. Yeah, yeah. And like, um, that was the first thing he said to me when I told him I was going. Yeah, and it seems like yeah, it seems like the the people the uh, <laughs> the the plebeians. Uh, um, you know, took advantage of that as well, yeah. as well as yours truly here at Rainbow mm-hmm. Theater, um, because we were wow, we were surrounded by some real works of art, and um, uh, it was just a it was just a weird vibe. The overall vibe of the of the night was weird and just nothing made sense no including the matchup mariners versus cubs you know yes. you got you got your cla- uh, you, you got your exciting interleague matchups like uh, yankees dodgers that happened just a couple weeks ago that got spoiled by them not being able to wear those uniforms <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know you, then then you have the mariners cubs and jeremy and i were both saying that we could take or leave a matchup like this especially when it's happening in september and it's kind of a crucial game for the cubs yeah it's weird I would, if I was the Cardinals or the Brewers, I would be mad that the Cubs were playing the Mariners. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that while the uh, while the Brewers are playing the Astros. Are playing the Astros? Of course, they right? beat them two games, didn't they? Uh, well, they, they, lost? they lost. They lost yesterday okay, in a tough yeah, one, but then yeah. they uh, they won today, I believe. Yeah. So. Um. So uh, some stuff happened right off the bat when we were walking. Jeremy and I usually try to uh, walk to these games. Yeah, uh, so. I know. We didn't even get like ten feet from your front door, and we had our the first weird oddity. That yeah. Happened. So th- there was some lady uh, outside my apartment building. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like throwing a, a stick, a twig, at, a twig. Yeah, at, it wasn't at, even a stick. At like, yeah, she was throwing a twig at the second floor window to like try to get the attention of the person on the second floor. Yeah, you know, like you see in movies, you know, when yeah, like exactly. the, the boy with a crush on a girl like throws a pebble at her window to like get her to, to come out yeah, to the window. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. But uh, yeah, what they what you don't see in the in the movie are two like crusty like baseball guys like me and Jack like walking behind that girl or that guy trying to get the attention like looking at them like they're a friggin' moron. Yeah, and what what did her sh- what did her shirt it said say? Active citizen. Active or something? citizen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know what what was going for it, but like it, it just added all to the weirdness of like the whole right. thing. But um, but yeah. So I she was and then she was on the phone too, trying to get a hold of this person. So at least I think she tried to get a hold of him before throwing this like tiny little twig at right. the window. Yeah. And it, yeah, this was not anything that was going to make any sort of sound or any difference. Right. Um. It was it was just an oddity. So we we actually like we we stepped out and walked to to, to my car. We yeah. ended up driving uh, like a quarter of the way there or something, like half of the way there basically, and uh, got into the car. And we're driving uh, to like a, a spot that's like you know kind of close by. And um, I'm going down a side street. And I'm kind of going a little. I'm I'm I wasn't like speeding or anything, but I was I was kind of trying to get there quickly because right. we're just trying to get in quick. Um, and uh, I'm. 
going and then from between two cars like a big dog comes out <laughs> yeah uh th- jeremy i know you don't uh being in chicago you don't have a lot of experience like uh with deer running out into the oh road, yeah, yeah, but yeah this yeah. was uh this was very similar to that yeah and it was uh, a big dog it was like yeah. a golden retriever or something it was a <laughs> it was beautiful dog like, yeah. i love dogs yeah um and and but it was like for a second it was just a dog that came out <laughs> and then then from behind it was this like fucking like surfer dude like this shirtless he was shirtless wasn't he he might have been i in my mind he was shirtless and had long hair I don't know if that's well, he true. Had, or he not. had long hair. I don't yeah. know if he was uh, shirtless. He looked like the guy from American Movie, kind of. Oh, you know, okay, the, yeah, uh, with yeah, the long yeah, hair, sure. and he kind of had a beard. But yeah, he was the world's coolest dog owner. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, oh, what a cool dog! What a cool dog owner! Yeah, <laughs> like, he was like yeah. the coolest guy. He's like, yeah, like I let my dog. Not, I don't even use a leash, and I let him walk ahead of me. Like whatever, it's cool. I, but then it's like, yeah, it's cool until the dog gets hit yeah. because you're so cool that you're not curbing your dog i can't stand uh dog owners who like let their dogs walk without a leash because then the dog just goes everywhere well yeah and it sucks for the dog too because like the dog doesn't know better and so like it's like you need to you need to fucking control the dog and like for its own benefit right it sucks it's a it's a what a he's a shitty dog owner yeah but in his mind i think he must think he's very cool I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, he was not cool anyway. And Jeremy, there was a... So once we, we parked the car at uh, Irving Park, which is about a ha- uh, halfway. Uh, so we were about yeah. a 15-minute walk away. Uh, and then so we, we immediately ran into this dumb couple that was uh, in front of us, like yeah, walking there were, in front of us. There was like an... Well, there was an Uber that stopped like uh, along the road. It didn't even stop. It didn't even pull over. It kind of stopped... Don't get me started on Ubers because I, I went crazy on an Uber yesterday, actually. Oh, I drove, did you? I, I drove into the opposite lane of traffic uh to go around this uber that was just sitting there they could have pulled over to drop people off but it stops in the street uber drivers are a nuisance and like they're they're a danger to the roads but so this uber driver was uh was stopped letting people off but it wasn't pulled over and this girl gets out and like the first thing you hear was a whack yeah. like of her phone dropping onto the concrete onto yeah. the pavement uh the asphalt and uh, she gets out and she like kind of looks at the phone and like then she like closes the door behind her and then reaches down to get the phone. But like there's cars behind her because he's holding up traffic. And it's like I would have made sure I got that that phone first because if the car drives off, like the next car is going to drive over the phone or the Uber might have driven over the phone, whatever. Uber could have driven over the phone or it could have started like driving while she, she had like her head down and like it could've, the car could have whacked her in the head or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, she could have got doored or something. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, but again, this, this thought was not like at the top of this person's like functions. Uh, they, they were a dumb couple for a reason. Then they, they started like walking in front of us. And like the guy like turned around and like I was hoping I was hoping that this girl was drunk because if not she was like she should be like you know supervised right uh, but like but and she had an equally stupid boyfriend with her and he like he pulled out like a cigar like a cigarillo or whatever at some point with like one of those yeah it was like a cigarillo or something and like he pulls it out and he's like and he like looked around with it and he was like holding it and he's like he's like holding it in his hand like oh it's a cigar I got one like he like looked like he was confused or he didn't know what was going on and and he stopped and then the girl like grabbed him and pulled him like out of the because then he then he was blocking the sidewalk yeah and we were about to like run into them and like she pulled him out of the way and we were just like just trying to get around him just trying to step quickly to get around them 
And it, I was just, I just looked, I just looked at you, Jack, and I was like, "What? What is this? Like these people are idiots." Yeah. Uh, well, we finally get to uh, Wrigley Field, and we wanted to take a picture because Jeremy and I haven't been taking a lot of pictures at games. Yeah, we uh, wanted to have some in the in the coffers, you know, right. in case there's uh, any sort of publicity things or whatever. Like, right. yeah, you know, the content fest wants some pictures and stuff, so we wanted to get, we wanted to try to get a picture in front of the marquee. And, yeah, in front of the marquee. So Jeremy uh, set up the timer for uh, ten seconds uh, yeah. and put the, uh, you know, place the camera. A spot. I, I put my phone on the ground against right. like a planter, which yeah. is like a, a, a peculiar looking thing. Yeah. And I know that people, I know that there are people that outside of Wrigley that like offer to take pictures of, of like tourists or whatever. They immediately started trying to hustle us for that. Yeah. And, and I was, so I'm down on the ground, like, like on one knee, like with my phone on the ground, like trying to like set the timer up and all this stuff. And I heard some woman like who was selling like sunflower seeds or something, right? She like came over yeah. to you, Jack, and she she said like, "Do you guys want a picture or something?" Yeah, and I was I I said, "Nah, nah." But then some other guy, I, yeah, I heard you say maybe or something. Yeah, like, I, I, I was cl- non-committal. Yeah, yeah, you didn't shut the door on him right no. away, and I was and I heard it from behind my head, and I was like, "Oh, that's gonna be a trouble." See, I didn't because I didn't know Jeremy. I didn't know that these people wanted want money from right. Me. So they take your picture and then they ask you for like five bucks or oh, something. God. And it's like, and I see that I see it happening all the time on Wrigley, and I knew that like we were putting ourselves out there to be one of those like dummies that like you know whatever they're not dummies but they just don't know any better they're from iowa like here in the big city to see a cubs game and right. it's like they get swindled by some guy who takes a shitty picture of them right uh and so i knew I, I knew i was putting myself in that zone and i didn't want to do that so i'm like that's why i try to do the self-timer or whatever and like yeah so like so the woman asked us and then i was like no like no no whatever like and like some a guy asked us and i heard i heard the guy say like you want me to take that for you like he almost sounded like at some point where he was just like, "What are you doing, like with this timer? Just let me take it or yeah. something." Yeah, uh, and so, but then Jeremy, when when you took the first one, so here's what happened when we tried to take the first one. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, some kids walked in front of oh, us yeah. and ruined the photo. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was like perfect. It, then, yeah, like, it yeah. was a good photo, but then like the, these uh, th- like three teenage boys like walked in front of they us. They looked and, like the cast of Stranger, two like three fourths of the cast of Stranger Things yeah, or something. They did, yeah, and yeah. then so Jeremy from season one, not from season three, where they're all grown up. Right. Yeah, yeah. and uh, 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 Jeremy. Jeremy says thanks, kids. Like he, 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 when they walk past, I don't think they heard Jeremy. No. But did also, this guy who was trying to hustle us for the photo. I don't know if you noticed this. I did because I was looking over. He was standing right next to you. He was like trying to photo bomb you. Oh like, yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. He was going to be in the photo. You probably still have it. Yeah, But yeah, he, he like had like a it. stupid smile on his face, and he yeah. was smiling too. It's like you're gonna screw up this photo, like just because you want to take it. Yeah. Um. So then eventually we did end up getting a second one. We just took a, a, a traditional selfie. Ah, at, was it? A, it was a selfie which yeah. turned out to be better yeah, yeah it, it wasn't was better bad. than the uh than the self-timer one but yeah. uh but yeah so um so yeah it was just uh it was just like hey let's quick grab a photo really quick i know that it's hectic and crazy and i don't want to ask anyone to do it and i don't want to be hustled by anybody and like it you know it we we just it turned out it eventually turned out in the end so we, we did get a photo but uh but yeah it was a it was an experience all to itself it was really. we were walking in the stadium and we saw this sad sack with a brandon morrow jersey on. yeah they were sitting on like a planter like outside of wrigley just like yeah. waiting for their friend or something and they were and, and in my mind too it, it looked like a shitty like t-shirt like yeah. jersey it wasn't even like but it didn't even seem like a an mlb licensed one it looked like some kind of like crappy like self-made one or like because it looked like the letters weren't even sewed on all the way yeah 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 exactly it looked like it was like a patch like that was sewed on a blue t-shirt or something it, it yeah. was really it was as sad as the brandon morrow tenure in in wrigley yes basically 
which consisted of like what like two months or something basically yeah, before he got hurt yeah yeah uh, and so. later in the game after the game uh, Jeremy spotted a Soriano jersey. A Soriano jersey which just looks bad you know yeah that that's a that's a I, I said to Jeremy that's a bold statement I, I haven't seen a Sor I don't think I've ever seen a Soriano jersey yeah you don't uh, see Wrigley. too many even like no. when he was playing like it's like he was because he was always there with uh, Lee with Derek Lee and, and Ramirez for the most part mm. and like. He was just always overshadowed, and like, yeah. like he was never as popular as those guys. Mm-hmm. And, and he had the big contract, and everybody kind of hated him for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a that was a, that was a blight in Cubs history, I would say for <laughs> sure. But but anyway, yeah. So uh, so that happened, and uh, we get into the stadium, and uh, we we go to buy our scorecards. And uh, as we know, uh, as as listeners may know from previous episodes, it's always a there's always a character uh, selling scorecards at the Cubs game. There is. Um, so we, Catfish we, Man uh, is no longer there. Maybe or maybe he well, was in left field. Yeah, yeah. We didn't go. We went through the. We went through the center, center the, the the home plate entrance, the, the, main, entrance, entrance, the main entrance, which is yeah. not something we usually do. That's the no. first time we've done that this year. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Maybe since we started doing the podcast. Poss- yeah, we, possibly. Um, and so uh, Jeremy had actually told me about this guy yeah. before. Uh, I think we got him. Once. Did we get him I once? I think we did get him okay. once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, uh, he, he, we bought scorecards from him, and this guy's big thing is he offers you a piece of lumber. He's like, um, fine piece of lumber for you there. Yeah. Like, the, so that's his way of saying you get a pencil also. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, and we, we all know, we all know the uh, spotty track record with, with, with us getting pencils, mainly Jack yeah. getting pencils. I don't want the pencil. <laughs> um, so I, I said to him, I said, I said, no. And then he's like, I got to give it to you. And he's like, that's why we raised the prices or like to make it worth it or something. He made some comment about like, that's why it's $2. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I heard him say like, I have to offer you one. Yeah. And um. like, he was like. But then he tells me he's like, yeah, just take it and give it to a kid. Yeah, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give this pencil to a kid. Like, right. First of all, it could be dangerous. It's like kids can poke, <laughs> kids can poke themselves with the pencils. And like, what am I supposed to do? Like, come up to a random family and just ask, tell, ask some kid if he wants a pencil. Yeah. And then like the parents would have to be like, oh, that's so nice of you, or just like, no, they're gonna reject me. Like, this guy has to has to like, did he didn't he think about any of that before it, he before he said it, that? It is an easier said than done situation for yeah. sure. It's like, oh, here, you give this to a kid. Yeah. I, I will say like, and he's an older guy. And we're living in a post Finding Neverland era yeah. of, of society. Mm-hmm. I'm Jack. I'm getting married in uh, in three, four days. You are. Um, one of the things that we had to consider was like the DJ. Like we live in a post, uh, you know, Michael Jackson is canceled uh, era. So like, no Michael Jackson, no Jackson Five at the at the reception. And this is like this is the first summer where that's been a thing. Uh huh. So um, yeah. So so this is, so the scorecard guy. Like while it's a nice idea. Um, and like, I'm all for like, you know, paying it forward or like, like not, I, I really hate wasting the pencils, uh, which would, which makes what, what happened next just a little upsetting, but like, yeah. but, oh, but are you upset that I threw it in the garbage? Yeah. Yeah, I mean? yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's, it's, it's well, a little, on. it's, a, I feel a little bad about it just cause okay. a tree died for that pencil. But, <laughs> but I also think that the cubs are culpable in that and in, in like yeah. really pushing the pencil on you. Yeah. Um, and I will say that I just left. I usually leave mine if I don't give them to my girlfriend, which I talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, I will just leave it on the ground under my seat, which sure. is a passive way of throwing it in the garbage. Right. So I, I'm guilty of the same thing uh, th- that you did, Jack. But yeah, you cannot walk around uh, in a post Finding Neverland uh, era offering a piece of hard wood to a little kid. No, you can't do it. Uh. Uh-uh. I don't think that this guy. Has, 
I don't think he's on the, the Michael Jackson radar. Like, I don't think he knows what happened. I think he wants to just remember him as the king, the prince of pop or whatever, the mm-hmm. king of pop. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he wants to know about the, the sort of details. Um, but it happened, and, uh, you know, it's just, it is what it is. It is what it is. Jeremy. Yeah. I, I, I didn't go that deep into it, Jeremy, when I when he offered me that pencil. But, no, uh, yeah, well, you could have. I, I could have. No, I, it, I guess it crossed my like, mind. Let me tell but. you about a little documentary that uh, debuted at Sundance this year, you know, and really get into it. You could give him, like, your HBO Go password so he could watch it. Please um, do. But, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, um, all right, so that, that, that came and went. Uh, we got to our seats, and uh, we settled in uh, for... Um, John Lester versus King Felix Hernandez. Yeah, uh, so five years ago, this would have been a great pitching matchup. Well, that was my question to you, Jack. Is like, what year would this have been an awesome pitching matchup? I think even in like 2014, it would have been a good pitching matchup. Both of those guys had pretty good seasons. They both yeah. had ERAs and the twos. Okay. Um, I feel okay. like Felix Hernandez hasn't been good for years. Yeah. Uh, so for a Jeremy, while. yeah, Jeremy and I debated like how old Felix Hernandez was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We both said 36. Yeah. It turns out that Felix Hernandez is 33. Yeah. He was born on April 8th of 1986, seven days after me. He's as old as me. Yeah. Like, you look at the guy's headshot, he could be 10 years older than me. Like, he's just, he, he looks like he's got some years on him. His arm seems like he, he pitches like he's 43. Yeah. He's got like a, a like, a kind of like a, like a, a bulky demeanor to him. Like, cause he kind of like, I mean, he's kind of has like a chubby face a little bit. So you could see maybe if, he was like like he could maybe pass as younger, but I just feel like he like has like this like hunched over like like body language that yeah. makes him seem like older. Yeah, and like in, in basketball, like you would call it like old man game. You know, uh-huh. if you've ever heard that, it's like he's got like old man game for baseball. I guess <laughs> yeah. like he's just. Uh, so I well, would have doesn't never, really have much game. No, no, anymore. not anymore. But I would have yeah. never guessed that he was 33. I mean, he came up super early. I think it was 2005 was maybe his rookie year. Okay. Uh, and you know, he he must have pitched 200 innings every season for like you know five or six years. So maybe that makes him seem older than he actually actually is. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's um, been around. Yeah, I feel like I feel like in baseball years he's like been around for ages. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's unfortunate that the Mariners never really did anything while he was uh, in his prime. In his prime, yeah. Um, and now he's you know getting lifted after pitching three innings. Yeah, that was a that was a, a short Felix Hernandez experience. Yeah. Whenever the the ninth batter uh, bats, there's a different batter every time through the order. Uh, it's not good. No. So no. yeah, he did get one at bat, but um, but yeah. So uh, you know, so the game stood up, or the game started, and uh, a guy stood up, and like this was a precursor to the whole night, really. Yeah. Because in all in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't that big of a deal, but no, I think it's worth mentioning because. It seemed to be like a precursor to the whole it, night. It did. He stood up and he was right in my line of view. I couldn't see Malik Smith for the uh, first pitch. For the first pitch, I could not see Malik Smith. He was sitting uh, the whole game. He this, was. this whole pregame, and then the pitch happens, and he just stands up, and there was there was no re- he wasn't doing anything. No. Like he wasn't adjusting himself or like looking for a friend or like he just stood up, and yep. then like I had I had this friend uh, Joe in uh, in high school who would like do this thing where like when the teacher would turn their back, he would just stand up. And then sit down again really quick. And it was really funny because, mm-hmm. like, he was, like, a quiet kind of nerdy guy. And, like, he didn't he didn't really act out. But he would do this thing. He would just stand up and, like, sit down. And it was the funniest thing. And he did it, like, purposely so the teacher wouldn't see him. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, but, uh, but this guy just stood up. And then later on, um, when people are starting to f- filter in or whatever, someone in his row showed up. 
And he did not stand for no, them no. to, to cross over. Which was also a precursor to something well, that Well, it set a precedent in row... We were also in section 420. I wonder if that had anything to do with Oh, anybody. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like there's definitely some posers who would make some jokes about that. <laughs> it, uh, I think that the... Uh, I think that, uh, you know, art imitated life there, maybe, with, yeah. with the section, maybe. That could explain some of the behavior of the people in our our area oh yeah but, um but uh so so that happened whatever um and uh you know at the time it was not a big deal um but uh, we'll revisit that yeah. um but uh but yeah jack so so uh for the cubs lineup uh zobris was back tonight he was he was and the, the big uh, the big story was uh what song is he going to use for his his walk-up walk-up song for uh, yeah for us it was at least well for us Formerly, so formerly, for those who aren't uh, privy to it, he uh, he would walk up to Benny and the Jets, uh, the cover sung by his wife Juliana Zobrist, yes. who is a uh, country, you know pop country Christian rock singer. Glad you finished that sentence. Yeah, or that word. Um, uh, uh, yes. So so yeah, and much publicized. He's getting divorced from his wife. And that's why he took a leave of absence from the team. Jack, we we saw his last game. We with did. The Cubs. We saw his last game, and now we saw his return. Yeah. So that's some nice symmetry for the 2019 season. I thought that was interesting. And so, like, and and when I saw earlier in the day that he was, you know, leading off tonight, I'm like, okay, well, this is going to be, you know, a thing. Um, but we were on walk up watch. Like, what is his walk up song going to be? Um, and it, right before he came up, I realized because he got a nice pop from the audience, yeah. from the from the crowd uh, during lineups. Yep. And so I'm like, okay, he's gonna get a big applause when he is announced. And so like right before that happened, you know, I was like tuning my ears to the to the PA to hear his song, and I'm like, oh crap, they're gonna like drown it out by the like ovation, and they did. And so it was really hard to hear, but we were able to tell that his walk up song now post uh, separation from his wife was. The same song. Yeah. He used the same fucking song. And Jeremy, at first I thought it was an oversight by the people who were doing the song. Yeah, they were just yeah, like, yeah. Oh, he definitely still wants to use this song, but the, he must be trying to patch things up, Jeremy. I yeah, I mean that that might be that that might be reading too much into it. I don't know, but yeah, there was like this weird quote that he said about like he had to like take care of things with his family and like f- f- make things right or something like that, something weird. Um, but I mean, it's very publicize that they're getting a divorce like they both filed filed for divorce yeah. i mean and it's pretty much uh confirmed that like she cheated on him well i don't know if it's confirmed not- but it's it seems very from everything that's been being said it seems very likely that that is a true story and uh went at, at for the south bend cubs like he as you said jeremy uh, to me at the game he came out to a red hot chili peppers well, song there was reports on twitter that he was coming that he came out to her maybe that was only one time or what yeah. i don't know what it was but like there were reports out there like that he was using a different walk-up song so i'm like what what is going on here and like i mean maybe at the end of the day he's a ball player he doesn't think about music that much like but like, I was very tuned into what his walk-up song was going to be, and I looked on Twitter afterwards, and there was a lot of people who were equally as dumbfounded, and maybe trending a little more towards like calling him some names that was like that were pretty harsh, right? Uh, which and may they may have a point because yeah. like I don't what, what what's going on? Why are you still using this song? Why why why? I don't know. Jack, you're a big Juliana Zobris fan, aren't you? Uh, I think I have, uh, I've, I've repeatedly said on here uh, that uh, I can't stand listening to her Caterwall Caterwall is the way through, through that song. Because yeah. that, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, Jeremy, the guy, the, guy, the guy needs to, let's just say it, he needs to grow a set 
and change his, his music. I just don't get it. I mean, the only the only acceptable explanation, as far as I'm concerned, is that they are trying to patch it up. Yeah. And it's like, he's like signaling to us that like he's trying to do that by playing the song. No one likes the song. No. Everyone knows that like, it, it, it's, it seems very clear that like Ben Zobers bought her studio time and, and paid for like musicians to record with her. And like, it's like a vanity project. And like, it's just, it's bad. No one likes it. I, everyone like the players probably think it's horrible. Just fucking drop the song. Even if you're getting back with her, drop the song. Yeah. It's horrible. They, they, we thought this was a chance, like a way out. If, if anything, like this whole thing, uh, even if they end up getting back together, like this whole thing could have been a, an excuse for him to not, to not use this song. Yeah, anymore. exactly. It could have been a brilliant segue into it, but he's still using it. Damn it. And I don't he's, think that's going to change. I don't want to see the MVP of the 2016 World Series champs going out like this. I mean, th- these are his last few weeks as a Chicago Cub, mm-hmm. most likely. And it's like, this, we don't need this. No. Play a friggin' Red Hot Chili Pepper song, any song. Any song in the history of recorded music that wasn't done by Juliana Zobris. <laughs> God damn it! It's it's vexing, um, and I don't I don't I have no explanation for it. Like I, I I'll dig deeper to see what people are talking about about it. But like it, yeah, it's very troubling. Very troubling. I'm glad he at least got a hit. Even if it was yeah, like a, it he was got a bunt a, even single. It was it was a bunt single. I yeah. feel like that was uh, sort of to get off the schneid. Yeah, yeah. His first his first at bat looked bad. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, Jeremy, uh, so you you were feeling it was it was hot tonight. It was it was pretty hot. Yeah. And so uh, you went up to get yourself some uh, a bottle of water. Yeah, I should say all I can say this right now. It wasn't until the top of the fifth that I felt that I my body temperature regulated. I I brought an extra shirt with yeah. me, like just in case. Um, and it was uh, chilly out this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I ended up using this shirt to dab my face with, and it was disgusting. I was going to show it to you, Jack, but it looked like a like you know a shower like post shower towel or something. Yeah, I was going to say like it's a good thing you brought that like extra shirt because like even though you didn't wear it, like you could use it as a, a, a sort of a towel. Yeah, yeah on exactly. yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'll be throwing that in the wash tonight. But <laughs> um, but so yeah, I did go, go get up to get some water, and like you know, I didn't want to leave. Um, I don't like to leave any game, but especially not a Cubs game, and I usually don't. Don't. Um, but I found a. There was an opening. The, the end of our row cleared out. And before that, were there four people before I left? No. Or so there was those two? people were not there at all. There was two there of was, them were. So I remember you saying you're like, this is a good time for me to get up now. Yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. there was no but like nobody but those two people in the row. I think. So. Well, well okay. What earlier I saw two people. Um, when I said, when I got up, it was it was clear. was clear. Yeah, it was completely yes. clear. Coast yes. was clear. So um, it was uh, at the bottom. It was the middle of the second inning, yep. right? Yeah. So yeah, they they the, they got out of the inning, and I'm like, okay, I want to get back to see Contreras is at bat. Yep. And uh, I ran out. I actually uh, I, uh, I I I used the restroom, and I got a a, a water. Like I made great time. You did. And like I was gonna get a soda, but the line for the where they were selling water was was shorter, so I went there. Even just because I was doing good on time, I wanted to get I'm like, I can make it back for the first pitch. And I did. I made it back for the first pitch. I get to the aisle and um I see that there are people now in the row, which sucks because like I'm gonna have to, you know, yep. scoot by them. Um there are two girls, maybe in their early twenties. Sure. And then two guys maybe in their mid twenties. Like maybe you're on the same age, whatever. Um, sitting there, there was they were one seat in, so there was like aisle one seat, then the two girls and the two guys, and then like a, a seat, and then you, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was sitting next to Jack. <clears throat> so I get up to the aisle, and um, and 
it's funny that we've been talking about that. You know, we had the C.J. Edwards lookalike guy. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if he used some sort of C.J. Edwards Cubs mind uh, vibes to like send it out to like Section Four Twenty tonight. But like these people, um, I I go to the aisle and like you know what do you do when you get into an aisle? You try to go through. You say excuse me or. Um, uh, you know, uh, my seat's in yeah, there or, or something like, like that. Hey, sorry, guys, I got to get through here. Yeah, so I um I I step into the aisle. I step that one seat in. I I say like uh, excuse me, and um they uh these the two girls look at me. They look up look at me as if there was never a a, a scenario in their mind where someone might walk into the aisle. They're yeah, like, like almost as if they were in like a private. A photo booth or something, and like I, I peeked in and I said, "Excuse me." It's like that. It's like no, like the the, the look on their face was like, "What is this? What? Excuse me. Who is this person? Why is he saying excuse me?" And they like looked at each other for a second, and then I like I'm like, "Okay," and I threw yeah, my hands yeah, up. And you, Jeremy, you legitimately threw your hands up. This yeah. happened because I was looking over at yeah, you, yeah, yeah. and they, I'm sure they probably saw you saw you do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know that was like a reaction. I was yes. like, "What? Uh, what are we doing here? Yeah. What's going on?" Yeah. Like, and so I'm like, and I'm, I just stood there, and I'm like, I may have even said, "Excuse me," a second time. Uh huh. But then they like, they like, kind of got the idea of what was going on. They like looked at each other, and then they like, and then I kind of maybe like leaned forward a little bit because my body language was like. I'm trying to get it in this row. Do you think they didn't speak uh, English? But I was going to say that that transcends languages. Yeah, you know, for just sure. Just if you've been to a movie theater, a yeah. baseball stadium, yeah. anywhere where somebody might need to come into a row. Yes. Like, you would know what was going to happen. Yeah, any history, like any public gathering where there were row, rows of seating, this has happened before. Yes. Um, and, 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 you know, from the history of time, uh, from the beginning of time... Uh, I the only thing I could think of is that maybe they thought I was like legitimately trying to ask them a question or something. Yeah, that would not be at the top of my list of assumptions. Like if that scenario played out to me, but I've also been you know several hundred baseball games. I don't know. Maybe these people have never left the house before in their life. I don't know. But they finally got the idea of what I was trying to do. So they kind of very begrudgingly and slowly stood up. Um. And then the two guys next to them did not move a, an inch. No. So you, you got halfway past these people, but yeah. then it was like uh, you were back to square one yes, with these yeah, guys. It was like, yeah, yeah. Wipe the slate clean. Let's try it again. <laughs> yes. And then these two guys were like looking at, at me. And at this point, I don't even think I felt like I needed to say excuse me because I, I think we know what's happening here. I assumed we did. Um, and also it's like I'm done asking for, for an excuse for my passage because – I'm not getting anything in return, so what's the point? I yeah. might as well just say, like, move your ass or something. Mm-hmm. And these guys, again, they're, like, look at each other, and they, they equally were dumbfounded by this concept of me trying to cross the aisle and get to my seat. And, like, and honestly, and, and at this point, I was like, okay. like and, and, like, I'm not, in my mind, I was like, I'm not moving until you two idiots get up. Stand your ass up. Let me get through, because that's what everyone has to do. Like, you just fucking get up, unless you're a little kid and you have fucking twig legs much like the twig that that lady was throwing at the at the window yeah uh you know mere hours before so i was like i'm like what, what's going on here and like i was not gonna move until they stood up um because they're men too they have bigger legs like it's harder to get across and they weren't like big men they were they were kind no. of 
wimps. They yeah. were kind of like <laughs> yeah, they know. were wimps, Jeremy. They were chuds. Like you, like you know, they like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, I mean, you compared uh, you compared one of the guys to Gio Gonzalez. Like one of those guys, like he made fucking uh, Gio Gonzalez look like James Dean. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. I was they, gonna say the Fonz. He makes him look <laughs> like the Fonz. Which yeah, I I think I think in our uh, unofficial awards last year, I, I said the dorkiest player was Gio Gonzalez. Yeah. Um, this guy made Gio Gonzalez look yeah like yeah pick you know James Dean. Uh, anyone from the Rat Pack, Steve McQueen. Yeah, name your name your cool guy. He 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 did that. Um, so so yeah. So so that guy, the 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 Geo uh, Coolmaker, um, like he never stood up. No. He, or, yeah. He he just stayed, uh, you know, but firmly planted in seat. And then his buddy next to him, finally, he's like, oh, oh, I guess I stand up. And like he stood up. And like I really wanted to like step on Geo. Uh, dorky Geo's yeah. feet. What was he trying to out alpha you, Jeremy, or something? I mean, he just legitimately seemed like a complete moron, and he didn't know what was happening. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think that there was any sort of power play. Um, if there was, you know, God bless him because he needs a lot more than that to like to have any sort of like edge in this world. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was it was just bad, and like I was just completely dumbfounded. I was irate uh, as much as irate as you were last week, Jack, sure. about CJ Edwards' lookalike guy. And I was just I was just, but I was just it was like a completely it was a complete like shake my damn head moment. I'm like, what the fuck? What, yeah. what what was this? Well, what it turned happened? out, Jeremy, that you know, as we the game progressed and we watched more people try to move through the aisles, including those guys trying yeah. to move past the girls. Like maybe we shouldn't have taken it too personally, yeah, because those girls were were not standing up for the guys when they would leave. Yeah, no, I don't uh, know, I, some sort of like flirting, uh, like you know, uh, practice or something. I don't know what the fuck it was, but these people were like idiots, and uh, yeah, just it was insane. But there was Jeremy. There was nothing. Uh, this this was all nothing compared yeah. to the guys who would come next yeah exactly yeah yeah that, that again ended up being like a mere blip on the radar yeah. from what who the two uh <laughs> freaks who crossed our paths next which were dubbing the hansen brothers yeah the hansen brothers so for those of you who are not uh familiar with the classic uh late 70s movie uh slap shot the hansen brothers were two uh uh hockey players with uh long hair and I think they had glasses too, right? Yeah, Jeremy? they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So long hair and glasses. Fuck this! It brings uh, up Hans in the band. Fuck oh that. Christ! Yeah, that's funny. Um, uh, okay, so there's so they, three of them. So okay, so there were three Hanson brothers. In this case, there were two. But yeah. uh, in the case of these guys, uh, they were like, uh, if the Hanson brothers, instead of playing hockey, they uh, sat on their computer all day, uh, going on Reddit and watching porn, and that was what that, <laughs> and that was what they did all day. So. Yeah. Uh, so, so these guys, Jeremy, they were dressed up like they, they were dressed the same. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Jack, there's so much. And I, I almost like, I almost want to make like a whole episode about these guys. Cause there is so much to unpack <laughs> considering the brief amount of time that they, that we spend with them, <laughs> which was maybe one inning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, um, first of all, let's talk about their appearance. Okay. Yeah. yeah so yes. Yeah. They so, were dressed the same. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So they they had like frizzy uh, long black hair, and yeah. they both they both had Cubs hats on. Yeah, definitely frizzy. It was yeah. It, it was a mane of hair. It was just like a puff of hair. Yep. Uh, looked like it, it wasn't like some people when they grow their hair out long, they'll get it like layered, you know, so it looks nice. These guys just didn't had clearly not cut their hair. It was just stringy, ratty, like puffed out hair. Yeah. I mean, they looked like characters from Wayne's World. 
Yeah. Or, or something like that. So yeah. they, they both had uh, this, this stringy uh, hair. Uh, they had both had Cubs hats on, and they both had glasses on. Yeah, it looked like uh, if like the Cubs did a giveaway with like a hat with like a uh, this mullet hair yeah, attached exactly. to it, yes. and like also a pair of glasses. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah, it didn't look like almost didn't look like real hair. Yeah, like it, they they make those those they make those hats with yeah. the mullet in the back or something, yep. right? Yeah, I think they do. Yeah, it, it it did. That's perfect. Like it was that cartoonish looking. These guys looked like fucking cartoons, but they were real people. <laughs> they were <laughs> uh, weird, real people walking amongst us, folks. They both had a uh, uh, black. T-shirts on, and they were both wearing the same pair of gym shorts. Yeah, and they were like shitty, like fucking weird, like shorts that like that you should only wear to the gym because yeah. you don't want to be like you don't want these to be your only layer of protection out in the real world. No, they seem like they could just like like you know dissolve from like rain or something. Like they seem like shitty, like just Kmart shorts. Um, and like it's like yeah, you wouldn't want this to be the only like layer of defense you're wearing from like exposing yourself to the world but they went to the Cubs game wearing them yeah a matching pair apparently yeah they were black with like little like blue dots at the bottom of it or whatever yeah but Jack my first question about them from an appearance standpoint is like were they brothers or was one of them the dad and one was the kid (laughs) I don't fucking know (laughs) that's a great question Jeremy and that should be an answer that's, that's very evident yes one of the guys looked like he was about 45, yes. and the other guy, like, he could have been, like, 18, but he also yeah. could have been, like, 33. And that's the fucked up thing about this whole thing is that if, if it's a father-son duo, why the fuck do they look like each other? Why do they look like each other? Like, I, that's, <laughs> it's not if they're brothers, though. Like, yeah, well, I mean, yes, if they're brothers, if they're twins... You would think that what because it was such a it was such a choice their their look yeah. was such a choice that's like why are they unless they're a, a you know, WWF tag team yeah there's no reason that they should look like they fucking both look they look like the Hanson brothers and it's not it's too early for a Halloween costume it is no Jeremy like sometimes you'll see like uh uh you know adults who have like a uh, twin twin kids and yes. they'll dress the kids yeah, up yeah, the exactly. same but you but, don't have to do that when you're an adult <laughs> that's a very good point they're very they're very well beyond however old they were twenty or forty or fifty they're beyond the point of having to look the same as adults. Based on your parents' own machinations, yeah, yeah, it's totally fucked up. But like, man, I I really think that the the one on the left was older than the one on the he right. Was definitely. And then it's like, okay, so like the fucking dad and the kid look the same. They have the same glasses, the same shorts. Like, what the fuck was going on, man? It was some kind of like a science experiment or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? It was so weird, man. Just weird. It like, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like. I don't. I don't know. And so, Jeremy, you had so so the the guy, um, the younger guy, he was sitting to uh, uh, like the the right side. Well, I'm not um, even past them going to their seats yet. Oh because... my god! So what? Okay, so what happened yeah. was when they came to their seats. First of all, I didn't get to see it. They just zoomed past. Well, so yeah, because they were they were fucking like aisle zoomers. Like yeah. they were fucking zooming past the aisle before people could stand up. Yeah. So so they they actually crossed the paths of the people that wouldn't stand up for Jeremy. Right, yes. But uh yeah, they just blew by those guys, blew by me and yeah. Jeremy and like the the guy, the older guy, he came in first and he like jumped into his Oh seat. yeah, he almost fell. He yeah, like he almost fell. like fell. Like yeah. so he, he he jumped into the row in front of us. Yeah, because there like, was like four seats open in front of yeah, us. Yeah, and like he stumbled and almost fell. And then the yeah. other guy who was with him was like, Oh yeah, you okay? Like I don't know if you Yeah, so he he like asked me, he's like, Oh yeah, I'm fine. Well yeah. and so let me take over here because then the, the other guy gets in and well here's the fucked up thing about 
this in general was that like they did a move that no one was expecting because there was nowhere in in our aisle for there to be. They did the thing that's fucking annoying where they crossed they they cut through an aisle that wasn't theirs, yep. which is this is fucking sacred like like uh you know violation. Um they did it, and they did a move that I was not anticipating. Because, like, if there were seats open to me where it was theirs, I'd be like, oh, okay, here come the guys who these seats belong to, most likely. But th- that wasn't, like, a, a, a an option because the seats weren't open, really. There was, like, one seat open next to me, but uh, not two. And so, like, they're, like – so I'm, like, what are these guys doing? And then before I could even do that, the guy fucking jumps. He, like, throws his body over the, the, the aisle and, like, yeah. Fuck. yeah. He did stumble. He, he yeah. like – Hit, hit a knee to the ground or and something. This isn't the type of guy who looks like he should be like jumping over seats. No, he's and stuff, like a big you know? oaf. Basically. Yeah. So I, I mean, you know, uh, it was a kind of a dangerous move for him. And so, so then the guy on the right, like, 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 steps over and goes to his island. And he fucking hits me in the shin with oh, his did he? with the shoe. Yeah, I didn't tell you that at the time. Okay. But he fucking like, like, nicked me, like, 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 booted me right with his heel into my shin. Jesus. And it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. Like, you're trying to make. That's the whole thing that I hate about this, this this whole, like, going through an aisle that isn't yours. It's like you're trying to, like, make it better or something for some people, but you, you in reality, are definitely going to fucking inconvenience someone and, and piss someone off. And I happen to be that person because he fucking hit me in the shin with his shoe. Yeah. And, like, he's just a big fucking clod and an oaf. And it's like you shouldn't even be in this situation to begin with. You're fucking – you look like a weirdo. Like, pick two. Don't don't go for the whole checklist. Don't go all of the above. Do two things. Either annoy the shit on me, look like a weirdo, inconvenience me, but don't do all of them. Yeah. And that's what they did. Well, so Jeremy, uh, after when, once the guy sat down, the guy that hit you in the shin, yeah. he uh, he he basically he leaned back yes. in, in his chair, all and, the way and, back, and his and his long hair uh, like basically was in our lap. I almost want to say that he he did and he, he did. like fluffed it out. Yeah, he fluffed back his long hair, and, and he he went all the way back. And when I say that, his head was over like the back of his chair into like my knee zone. Yeah, basically and, and into your cup hole if you had had any uh, oh, your water God. in there. Oh, now, Jeremy, God. you had debated getting a fountain drink, uh, yeah. a fountain oh, soda instead of a, instead of a cup of water. Could you imagine oh, if you had an man. open soda and this guy's greasy hair was not, coming down into your cup Yeah, holes? not even like open, but the straw would have been sticking yeah. out and it, it, the, the hair would have like surrounded the fucking straw like a fucking car wash. <laughs> like... Like with those those things in the car wash, like fuck, man, that that would have been horrible. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. his hair was fuck. He like did this fucking like glamour shots thing where he was like fluffing his hair out onto like my fucking kneecaps. Yeah. And here's the thing that I I think I've talked about this, but I like to put my scorecard. I like to put my pencil uh, with the little pencil holder thing on top of my scorecard and lean it against the back of the seat in front of me. Um, what usually what a lot of times happens is if someone is leaning back and like. You know, the back of their their back is like protruding over the back of the the uh, seat. They'll like pin themselves. They'll like pin my scorecard underneath their back, basically. And I'm used to this, and it happens a fair amount. Even though that that's like my section, I feel like they're in my area. So this guy's hair got on top and like engulfed my scorecard. Yeah. So as if it, as if this were the straw, his hair engulfed like the top of my pencil, basically on my scorecard. Um. And uh, oh, I, I wait real quick before I get into the meat of this. Uh, speaking of meat, they were sharing a personal pan. They were sharing a personal pizza. Too. Yeah, like a little, like that little DiGiorno pizza or whatever it is. Were they a, sharing it? Yes. Okay. Because, um, well, unless he held it while the guy crossed over, 
because the younger guy had the box. Uh, what what box? Is, what what brand is? It? It's Giordano's. Okay, it's a little Giordano's pizza. It's like maybe like fucking like five inches big yeah. or whatever. It's kind of a personal pizza. It's not really meant to be shared amongst a family. And so he handed the dad the box. He's like, oh okay, cool. And like he opened it, and there's half a pizza in there, and he just starts eating it. Yeah. And so it's like these fucking weirdos were sharing a pizza, like a fucking five inch pizza, which was fucking ridiculous. Um. But so so the guy like so they sit down and the guy like is like like fluffing his hair out and like I said to you Jack I'm like you know in an act of true passive aggressiveness I would um try to like hit his like hair or like keep like bumping into him to give him the message like oh I'm invading this guy's space right yeah and I but I didn't even do that because I said Jack because I didn't want his hair all over me because right. that would mean that his hair would be touching me right and this gross stringy hair and so but I did have my scorecard there like I said like I described leaning against the back of his seat and uh, you know an out happened or whatever and so I grabbed the scorecard and the scorecard somehow his fucking gross long hair got entangled on the scorecard and I pulled it and like I thought it was just gonna like foof his hair up, yeah. but I actually pulled it up and it it pulled his hair. It <laughs> Is yanked that his what hair. Happened? That's what happened, Jack. You saw the end of it. And you you yeah. didn't really think you thought I bumped into him. Or I something. did. I thought you bumped into him. No, I I pulled his hair and like Oof. and I don't have any I don't have any regrets about it happening. Yeah. But it wasn't as like aggressive as I meant it to be. Yeah. It actually just was a total accident. Uh-huh. But I was completely fine with it happening. Yeah. And so it actually pulled his hair back and his head went back. Yeah, and saw like, that. And it's it's his own fucking fault for having long hair that hung over on onto my area. <laughs> and I, I I might sound like a fucking nutcase right now, but I don't feel bad at all. Well, yeah. When you when you sit, some this happens when you're like on the train, like on the on the CTA in Chicago. Uh, sometimes I'll sit in like a single seat and like a woman or a man with long hair there, they'll put their hair over the back of the seat into like my area. And like, I'll let my backpack like kind of like pinch their hair between the seat and my, and because it's like, get your hair out of my zone. Yeah. Like it's just fucking, it's fucking rude and inconsiderate. Like I've never had long hair like that long to where I had to like worry about it. But it's like, I feel like that's something you should be conscientious of as a person with long hair. Yeah. And so anyway, you know, rant's almost over, but I yanked the, I pulled the thing back and it yanked his hair and like his hair, his head went back and I, I, I actually, I said like, oh, sorry, man. Then he was like, oh yeah, it's cool. He goes like, he goes like, oh, it's cool. And it's like, what is he, what do you, it's, it's cool. I just pulled your hair. Like, it shouldn't be cool. Like, I don't think this guy, this guy would have been wrong if he, like, got in my face and got angry. But it's like, I'm I'm surprised he didn't say something like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I would if it was me, I would have been like, whoa, hey, 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 what the fuck or something. Yeah. Or like, what the hell? And he's like, it's cool. It's cool. It's like, what? It's not cool. I did it to you and I know it's not cool. So, like, this guy must be some sort of fucking, like, just dope who like is like getting his hair pulled and he's like no it's cool man it's whatever it's like it's fucking annoying at at best well so right kind of right after this happened uh the older guy like looked back yeah and then he he pointed back to the the younger they're, guy they're, they're looking around the stadium like just taking it all in they're like oh the because we were right by the press box like, oh yeah. look there's the press box oh look at that there's this like they're looking around like they've never been to a game before yeah and so they look back and so we were three rows from the very back of the upper deck yes. and sort of in in the in the back of the upper deck they they like fence off 
there's a the fence. Yeah, yeah. It goes nine rows up. We were in row seven, yep. uh, the upper deck section. And, like, yeah, and behind it is just, like, fence. And, like, you look and look out and you can see the intersection of Clark and Addison. Yeah. It's kind of a cool view. It is. It is a cool view. But but uh, the, the guy, uh, the older guy says to the younger guy, he goes, hey, look, you know, you look three rows back. They got fencing back there. And then the younger guy goes, oh, wow, that's old school. Like, <laughs> that's old school. It's <laughs> yeah. a fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a fence. Yeah, yeah that's that's the, all it is. So the two, the other, the second guy said that's old school. Yeah. yeah, I thought the first guy, the first, the first guy said all. Think, of it, it. think it was, think it was the second guy. That's it could fine. have, it could have been the first guy. That's fine. But, um, but yeah. So like, so Jack, I mean, I mean, all things considered, like, this is the kind of thing that, like, you know, I would be thanking the Lord for, for like having these people cross our paths, yes. like to give us like, you know, fodder for for the podcast. Um, but, but I, but then you have to think to yourself, like, Lord, at, at what cost is it? It's like, yes, we get two freaks to talk about, but like, you know, I got my, my shin like kicked. I got like, like uh, this hair all over my legs. I bet if you like searched my, like if you combed over my pants, like you could probably find like a stray hair of one of these guys. Um, and then I had this incident where I yanked his hair when I didn't even want to, but I don't mind that I did it. Yeah. Um, it's just like, at, at what cost? And so... I will say, like, I mean, maybe, maybe the 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 Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, because then they just get up after like it was like an inning. Yeah, they it were they were the, there for about an inning. At the most, it was an inning and a half. But yeah, I think it was just like a top and bottom of an inning, and they get up to like seemingly just to go get some food or something. Maybe they wanted to get another pizza to share. You know, <laughs> like hey, should we get two? No, let's get one and share it. And then if we're still hungry, we'll get another one and share that one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That sounds like the kind of thinking that these guys would would go through their heads, you know. Yeah. But they get up and they never fucking return. No, they, they never, never came back. Never came back. And 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 you know, and we're thinking about it, and we're like, where are these guys? Like, what? Jack, you said again, like, what is their story? Yeah. Where, where? What was going on before they came to us? What happened after? Jack, do you want, I like? I'm like, I was like, do you think they would have moved? And like, and you you said no, like, you didn't think that they would. I was wondering if maybe they felt like just our vitriol behind them and maybe the younger guy was like oh yeah let's move that guy like pulled my hair or something you know and like he's like oh yeah okay yeah let's do that that's that's not cool man that he did that or whatever and he's like no actually it was cool you know whatever. i don't know but like <laughs> but i was thinking like these are the kind of the guys who would just like you know there's like there are like um monitors if you look if you like especially with the new upper deck if you're standing there waiting in line for food there's like a monitor that you can watch the game maybe and it's there so you know when you're when you're in line you can at least keep up with the game because you can't actually see the field these are the kind of guys that like are the kind of guys who you see standing around looking at the monitors in a game when, when they could be watching the game yes yeah so I would not be surprised if they just went under to the concourse and just watched the game on the TV for like five innings and then left or something. Yeah, I could see that happening with the with a pair like these two. Yeah, well, Jeremy, they they did at one point take a selfie of themselves. Oh yeah, they uh, did, and yeah. I saw that you and I are definitely in that selfie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so yeah, maybe that maybe they're telling their story. Uh, maybe they're famous podcasters, as, you know, and like they, they're like that's part of their their shtick or something. I don't know. The, yeah, the, the look. Now, Jeremy, I was I thinking like understand. we should for Halloween, like we should dress up as these guys. Sure. Like, well, yeah. Because one of the well, actually, we should mention also that one of the guys had a fanny pack on. As yes, well. right. Yeah, Jack, you thought that his shirt was tucked into his shorts. I did, and I, I still I still stand by the fact that I think it was tucked in, but he also had, he a, fanny also had a fanny pack on. And he also had a fanny pack on. But like we we could dress, we should dress these guys look 
looked like a, a SNL characters. Um, yeah. Just with the way they were dressed. Uh, like, we should dress up as these guys for Halloween, uh-huh. but, like, nobody would get it. We'd just no. be like, hey, there's a couple of guys we saw at a Cubs game. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, yeah, they would just think that we're being the Hanson brothers, and, like, yeah. we'd be like, no, actually, you know, listen to episode 56 of the podcast. Right. By the way, Jack, uh, I wanted to say this earlier, but uh, potential merchandise uh, opportunity for Rain Delay Theater, if uh-huh. you ever make t-shirts, uh-huh. you should make a t-shirt, um, and on the back it says, like, I don't want the pencil. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's perfect, you know? Jeremy. Or make yeah. Rain Delay Theater, like, scoring pencils, and then uh-huh. on it, it's printed, I don't want the pencil. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I uh, I never take the pencil, even at the White Sox games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, For sure. So there you go. All right. Yes. Um, so, I mean, that, that was a... That was a, that was a back-to-back uh you know dream team right there mm-hmm. it's just fucking just insane just a complete just it's just a hashtag uh smdh shake my damn head like yeah. i don't fucking get it it's just weird and at some point this is when like i said uh, to you jack like nothing makes sense no nothing is making sense here it's it's one of those things where you like you you feel like your your wheels are skidding and you're like you're just waiting for like the weirdness to pass and then have like some normalcy kind of happen if if there was any normalcy that happened for us it wasn't until like the eighth or ninth inning no that things stopped being weird yeah um and th- that goes for the game too um which we'll get to in a second there's one one more thing and this yeah. happened toward in about the eighth or it was ninth the top inning. of the ninth yeah. yeah it was the top of the ninth when uh, a lot of people had had cleared out the, the attendance itself wasn't that huge it was thirty three thousand nine hundred fifty eight announced yeah so it was a it was a small crowd uh hence the cheap tickets yeah uh but there, there was a foul ball that was hit towards the press box area yeah, uh, and just some, straight back. Some guy in a Jake Arrieta jersey, uh, just like he didn't even go after the he ball made no when it landed. Mo- yeah, no. no, no play on it, no motion whatsoever. It was like kind of a hard hit ball, straight back, and to get up there, like it has to be hit pretty hard. And he made no movement at it whatsoever. He just stood there with his beer, and then like it, it whacked against like the like concrete or like this metal thing or whatever, and it like landed. It couldn't have been more conveniently placed, like right. Pretty much like a seat next to him with no one else around him. So he just leans over, picks it up, and grabs it. And he's like, "Oh hey, I got a ball," and shows it to his friends or whatever. Yeah. And it's like it's the most it's the most undeserving foul ball I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Jeremy, this that foul ball meant nothing to this guy. Nothing. Yeah. Well, and it should it shouldn't mean anything to him because he got it through no heroin harrowing circumstances at all. No, I mean, see, sometimes when a foul ball is coming at you, you got to track it, you got to play the bounce. Sometimes you yeah. got to try to catch it. Yeah. Like this guy just picked it up uh, without any competition whatsoever. Yeah, even the the ball, the uh, much much uh, ballyhooed Tim Anderson ball, it, it hurt my hand. Yeah. Like so, I, even though it was like a non in play ball, I still I still. F- Took a, a hit a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like, so that's something. The meat slap guy. He came up empty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Worst guys have gone down in pain uh, and and come up with less than this fucking, like, la-di-da fucking lucky ball getter. Yeah. This guy fucking... It, it made me mad. It made yeah. me mad. It's like, that's the kind of thing. It's like, that would never happen to either of us. We would nope. never be so lucky that... That a ball would just fucking roll to our feet. We never have been. I don't think yeah. either of us has ever gotten a foul ball. No. Um, and so, and then like two pitches later, the ball came in the same spot almost, and like we thought he was going to get a second one, and yeah. luckily someone actually did make a play on it and got that one. Yeah. But then later on, when they were leaving, I saw him like posing with the ball, like like you know he was with his fan, his his friends, and like he was like you know back to the field, like posing with the ball. It's like, yeah, hey, look, everyone, I got this really, I I worked really hard for this fucking ball like get out of here get just 
I hope he I hope he drops the ball and rolls in a sewer grate on the way home. But that's how undeserving he is of that ball. But um, so that was a that that's a that's a that's a lot there to to, to unpack. Let's talk about some games and some players. Stuff, all right. Huh? So I guess I guess first of all we did mention the pitching matchup uh, between Felix and Lester. They both yeah. had really weird lines. Felix yes. Hernandez was just suddenly lifted from the game. Yeah. Uh, even though he wasn't doing that bad, he, pit, he three innings pitched, two earned runs, two hits, and three walks. Yeah. It seemed uh, like he was walking a tightrope a little bit. Like it, you know, no three up and three downs. Uh, actually, the second. Uh, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't have any clean innings, um, no. and he didn't. He just didn't really look very good. But he was. He had a short outing. He maybe only threw 60, 65 pitches. Lester threw one hundred and ten pitches, gave up six hits, walked four guys, struck out nine, and gave up no earned runs. No, that was like the m- most laborious uh, six innings of uh, there, yeah. uh, zero run ball I think I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, as well. He gets a quality start. Yep. Um he got his one hundred eighty ninth win. He I did. Guess. He, he passed uh, John Lackey, his, yeah. his his buddy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm sure they'll you know shoot a shotgun in celebration of that or something. <laughs> but uh but yeah, yeah. So um yeah, it was an odd line and, and Lester was laboring like the the top of the Marlins or, or Mariners order seemed a bit pesky. It did. And um yeah, so I well, don't know. So Jeremy, we saw something we uh I don't think I've ever seen it again. We saw no. a 9-1 uh put out. Yeah, um, nine one double play. Yeah, nine one double play. Uh, pop there was, double play. There was a, a pop out to Nick Castellanos in short right field. Uh, Malik Smith was on first base. Uh, mm. As the pop out was happening, he was rounding second. Yeah. So I guess he thought it was going to drop for a hit. Yeah, he was just taking that gamble, that blind gamble that that it was going to drop in. Um, but uh, but but at all when all was said and done, like Castellanos got to camp underneath. Yeah. It. It wasn't even close to being a hit. No, no, not at all. And, like, so I don't know if he was running on the play maybe or something, but, like, either way, like, you, you slide into second base and look, and then you get your ass back to first. It was awesome. Lester was running over to first with his hands in the air because yeah. he saw the double play right there. Yep. And Cassiano's threw to Lester, and they got a double play. Uh, yeah, a 9-1, 9-1 pop double play. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, as you said Jeremy, uh like whatever no matter what you put in your uh on your scorecard is not going to tell the story of that play. No, for and, sure. and the aftermath where like uh Malik Smith uh like hit the ground in anger. Yeah, he swung in the air actually yeah. and like he like he was like, "Oh man, like that like swung his hand in the air and it's like, "What are you so mad about? Like you like it was all right there in front of you." Like yeah. like yeah, you can be mad at yourself, but it's like you uh, had full control over the outcome of that play. Like you could have been a lot closer to first base and got your ass back. Yeah. He's a fast guy. He probably could have made it back if he was standing on second base. Once yeah. he knew that Cassianos was like camping under it, he probably could have busted ass back to first and made it back. It was practically an infield fly. Yeah, it was just a weird thing. So uh, yeah, it was a very odd display by Malik uh, Smith there. Um, uh, another odd display happened in the uh, bottom of the sixth inning, was it? Uh, it was the top of the sixth. It was yeah, Keon, six, Keon yeah. Broxton was up at bat. Uh, the old Brewer, the old uh, New York Met maybe for a little while. Yeah, the old Pirate yeah, Keon brief, Broxton. Yes. Now now somehow uh, on the uh, Seattle Mariners. Was he with all those teams after the Brewers? Uh, so he was with the uh, – he started yeah. with the Pirates, okay. uh, got released or traded by the Brewers to the Mets, was on the Mets for a little while, okay. uh, and is now on the Mariners. I don't know how, but okay. um, so he uh, he he came up uh, in the top of the sixth to pinch hit for the uh, the pitcher's position. Yeah, uh, and he uh, drew. Well, he he, he took ball four. Yeah. Um, it was a three-two count. He took ball four. The scoreboard reflected that there was ball four. Yeah, but nobody like did anything. No. 
No. Like, so, well, like the Cubs players did, or like like, uh, but but Malik Smith and the umpire did not. No, do anything. Or, I mean, uh, uh, Broxton. Broxton and, yeah. and the umpire did not. Uh, and so everybody just kind of stood there. I think people maybe thought it. Everybody thought it was ball three. Yeah. But then the second, the umpire who was at second base, who was probably the crew chief, uh, the, although that's unconfirmed, like came up to the home plate umpire and was like, "Hey, hey, wait a minute. Uh, you know that was ball four. Yeah. So then all four umpires like got together. And then it was concluded that Broxton actually yeah, did walk. He, he points to first base and Broxton takes his base. But it's like, this is fucking, this is Little League shit. Yeah. And, like, Keon Broxton, like, did, did he not, like, he, did, he didn't appeal on that ball for No, he had like, no idea. No, he didn't know what the fucking count was. No, not at uh, all. So it was like nobody, nobody knew what was going on. Yeah. Um, I, and I know it's a long season. Like, things happen. I'm sure, like, you know, these happen if you could watch every game, like, uh, I'm sure it happens a couple times a year. The the umpire loses track of the count. You know, people are human, but it's like him and Broxton didn't know. Like usually, like the the batter will turn around and be like, "Hey, hey that was ball four. What the hell?" You know? Yeah. Anyway. Um. And uh, well, you know, just thank God the second base umpire was paying attention. The yeah. the guy the guy who runs the Cubs scoreboard nobody does it better than him. He's always got uh, he's always got that uh, the count on there almost before the pitch is even crossing home yeah, plate. We were talking about that today. Yeah. It's just crazy how quick he is. It is, uh, and so he was probably like pissed off at the home plate umpire. He's like, yeah, this guy's making me look bad. Yeah, because he he then changed it to like three balls. Yeah, he, I'm sure he had a question if he was right. Yep. So like, am I am I right uh, over the umpire? And the, all the players on the field, like no, I mean yes, you were, you were. Yeah. The umpires were he, wrong. He was right. So Broxton ended up walking, but he uh, he ultimately did not score. Jeremy, all the guys on the Mariners look exactly the same. Yeah, this is something that I tweeted from the the account yesterday while watching the game. All the Mariners look the same, and even in the ones who don't look the same, look the same somehow. Yeah. Like, but like they all look like fucking um, you know pick somebody. I don't know. They all have like black hair, a beard. Like like facial hair and like blue eyes or whatever. Yeah, it's it's like the Mariners have spent the last five years like cloning Dustin Ackley, and now these are all the guys who like are are, are him. Yeah, now. the Ackley lights. Yeah, they they all hit like two twenty with like seven home runs. Yeah, exactly. I was I was yeah. That's exactly who I was thinking is Dustin Ackley. They yeah. all look like Dustin Ackley. Yeah, uh, leaving his uh, his mark on the organization. Um, yeah. after he's well, already flamed out. Well, you mentioned Jeremy that like uh, you know so so. Here's what I think. Um, you know, now like they have technology is is such that like they can take stem cells and like grow meat in labs. Um, <laughs> yes. Like I think that's how Dylan Moore was like grown. Uh, uh, Mariners shortstop Dylan Moore. Like, yeah, I think, sure. I think his flesh was just grown in a lab. Yeah, and uh, now he's now he's in the big <laughs> leagues. Yeah, he seems like uh, you know standard issue ball player. Yeah, like uh, I don't know six foot one, 170 pounds or whatever, 180 pounds. And just like, you know, he looks like, yeah, maybe he could get a hit, but he's not, I, any pitcher would not be necessarily intimidated facing him, you know, uh, 60 feet uh, in the batter's box. No. Um, but yeah, but like, just run down the list. Austin Nola, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Braden Bishop. Uh, uh, Tom D- Murphy. Tom Murphy, Dylan Moore. Uh, Z- uh, Zach Groats, we'll talk about later. Uh, Ryan Court, they all look the same. They all look, they all like match this, uh, this like type or whatever, yeah. this Eckley type. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so it was weird. Um, the B, there was like do- these double Bs going on. Like uh, 
Brandon Brennan. Brandon Brennan, which is a horrible name. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Brennan, uh, Braden Bishop, and also formerly on the Mariners, but not anymore, was Bryson Brigman. Yeah, yeah. That was another double B that, that like, I, I used to get Braden Bishop and Bryson Brigman confused. And yeah. Then, yeah. Luckily, the Mariners traded him to the... Uh, to the uh, Marlins, but um, but yeah, and then you got Brendan Brennan. That that is really a bad name. It's like you know your last name is Brennan. Why would you name your kid Brandon? Yeah, it, it's too, they're they're too phonetically similar. I once knew a, a Greg Gregory. No really, sh- no shit. I I did. Uh, so that that kid's parents were, I guess, a real jo- uh, real jokers. I I once saw an episode of The People's Court, and one of the guys' name was Martin Martin. <laughs> and that still stands out to me to this day. It was probably like in the like early nineties. I yeah. saw it, and like we used to joke. Me and my friend used to joke about a guy, like a person with the same first and last name. Yeah, and like just what kind of like schmo that would be. Uh-huh. And then we watched an episode of the People's Court, and there was a guy named Martin Martin. He might have been fake, but uh, but right. it, I've not forgotten it for you know going on almost thirty years now. Sure. So, so yeah, uh, but uh, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about Zach Groats really quick. Okay. I, um, yeah. Jack, do you, do you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? Uh, a little bit. I wonder if Zach Groats uh, would be a spokesperson for Groats Syndrome or Groats Disease. Okay, so I don't watch it that much. Is there <laughs> is there a Groats Groats Disease? Well, there was that? a joke in like um, an early season of uh, Curb. I think it might have been the first season. I think it's called The Thong, um, where uh, Larry goes to the beach and he sees his therapist wearing a thong. Okay. And so then like he's like he goes to like the waiting room and like or he like he runs into Rob Reiner in the waiting room and Rob Reiner asks him to um <clears throat> to do a benefit uh, cuz he's doing this benefit for Groats disease and um Larry David goes Groats disease. What is that named after Dick Groat, the former second baseman for the Pittsburgh Pirates? Ah, yeah. And um and that kind of humor like it could not be more up my alley like Whenever someone can incorporate like sports uh, into humor, into comedy, like we talked about the Hideki Matsui Caliente uh, fajitas last week, like this is another one. And not only that, but it was like somewhat obscure, definitely obscure for our generation. Like Dick Grote, I went back and researched who Dick Grote was after the fact, and like he was a great player, just never. He was always in the shadow of like uh, Clemente and and Hank Aaron, like in the '60s, like in in the National League, but he was a, he was a really solid second baseman for for many years. Um, and I actually, when I got back into baseball card collecting, I went and bought a bunch of Dick Grote cards just because of the the connection with Seinfeld, nice, uh, or with uh, with Curb Your Enthusiasm. And so this is Zach Grotes, yeah, with a Z. So yeah, Zach Grotes. It's spelled G R O T Z. Jeremy, I can imagine if you were reading a comic book. And a character was like retching or puking, like their uh, their uh, sound bubble would uh, read groats. Yeah, yeah, and, and throwing Zach in there too, like or like you know maybe from like the old Batman uh, TV show when like it's like pow bam when they're getting into the fight and they right. they show the expl- the ex- exclamations on the on the thing and be like Zach groats like mm-hmm. you know uh, it's 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 an odd name. We should mention that Zach is spelled Z A C as well. Yes, it is. Uh, it's just there's all kinds of things wrong with that name. Uh, but he had a good outing. He was about the only like uh, uh, you know effective uh, Mar- Mariners pitcher out there. He was. Um, uh, yeah. <clears throat> so he he did well. Uh, Jeremy, you you noticed that Contreras is doing something different for his walk up. Well, I yeah, I don't know what this was. I don't know how I like uh, missed this. I'm a Cubs fan. I go to Cubs games. I don't know when this started, but like when Wilson Contreras is coming up to bat, they play this like I don't know if it's the beginning of a song or it's a sound cue, but it's like dun dun. Dun dun, 
And it's not. It's almost. It's almost like Jaws esque, but it's yeah. not the same. But it's just like a dun dun, and then then silence, and then another dun dun. And I noticed that like people, the crowd was like, it, it was getting interactive, much like with Rizzo's uh, walk up song, like people like clap or whatever. Mm-hmm. They used. To, I forgot that they used to do it for Starlin Castro also, um, for the one year that he was here when the Cubs had walk up music. Because this is another thing too. Like the Cubs didn't always have walk up music. Really, not until like two thousand. 14 maybe okay they started it um but uh something like that and um uh so so wilson Contreras has a song it goes dun dun and then the crowd goes like wilson dun dun wilson and like it's kind of cool like it's kind of interactive uh but i had never ever noticed it no um, i don't think they were doing it the last time we went to a game no i don't know i know definitely not i mean i did not notice this earlier in games i was I think I was at a game where he was on the DL, but like, I don't know. I didn't go to a lot of games. It must have started this summer or something. So it was weird and like it's happening. And I, I need to ask a friend who's been to more games than me, like if, if some of my friends that work at the Cubs, like if they've been, how long they've been doing this. Cause I had yeah. not noticed. They haven't talked about it on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird, but uh, it's something new that's going on there. So that's cool. Um, right. Um, Jeremy, it wouldn't be September at Wrigley Field uh, if we didn't see Joe Madden making some unnecessary pitching changes <laughs> in the late innings. For sure. Uh, I'm sh- I, I know I complained about this the last time uh, we went to a game in September, but Joe Madden made a completely, in my opinion, unnecessary pitching change at the end. <laughs> so uh, there was one out in the uh, top of the ninth. They were up 6-1. They were up 6-1. to one. They had a five-run lead. There was nobody on base. Uh, Kyle Ryan got the lead off hitter out who was a lefty who was uh, Malik Smith yep. and then you hear the and Joe Madden comes out and he brings Rowan Wick in to get the final two outs yes like was that really did we really need to sit through that three to four minute pitching changes so yeah. he could get the last two outs and two guys who are uh, just gonna swing at the first pitch anyway that they see <laughs> because it's September and they're down five runs and the, the opposing team is 25 games under 500 <laughs> yes yeah you know yeah. and shed long who was the last batter of the game swung at the first pitch and popped out so yeah. these were not good at bats that yeah. these guys were putting together I mean I I, I think that you might be right. I think they both did swing. They like, or well, yeah. no, there's a strikeout. So, one of them was a strikeout. So, probably so, swung at the first pitch. Yeah. So Wick may have thrown four pitches. Yeah. And got um, out of the game. Yeah. And so even the home plate umpire was uh, was was annoyed by he, this. He looked he, like, annoyed when he signaled to like the the press box about a pitching change. He looked annoyed. Yeah. Um. But Jack, I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm like, I think you should look on the bright side of this because we got to see Rowan Wick. So okay. that was my. That's my take on it, is that we got to see... I wanted to see Rowan Wick, because I haven't right. seen him yet this year. Well, th- there you go. Good good for you. Yeah. Now, yeah. when he's, like, when he, like, like uh, falters in, like, a, you know, a close game down the stretch against the Cardinals, because he had one extra appearance that he <laughs> didn't need, I'll, 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 I'll reassess my stance on it. But, right. Um, and it also gives me a chance to mention, uh, yesterday, when Brad Wick, the Cubs now have two Wicks. Is, is that how you pronounce his name, too? It's Wick, yeah. I know it's spelled, yeah, it's spelled W-I-E-C-K. Yes. So it's, it's Wick as yeah. well? Yeah, okay. Brad Wick, he's like a 6'7 lefty or something. Yeah. He looks like a big hoss, and it's like, man, this is awesome to have like a huge lefty, but apparently his specialty pitch is like a knee-buckling 12-6 curveball. Yeah. And I, we talked about how I like curveball, like lefties who throw curveballs, um, and he like... He threw this curveball to, to Kyle Seeger, and he made Kyle Seeger look just foolish. Like, Kyle Seeger was ducking for his life, and the ball lands, like, very comfortably, like, 76 miles per hour right at the top of the strike zone, and, like, he's struck, he's struck out. And it was it was really very – it was very cool to see. My, my only uh, my, my only mm-hmm. guess is that, like, either Seeger didn't pick up the spin on the pitch or, like, he just had no idea who Brad Wick was and, like, yeah. what he what he threw. Yeah, he might have thought it was John Wick and he was going to shoot him or something. <laughs> right, I don't know. yeah. 
Um, but but yeah, like yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I think he just didn't see it like out like well uh, out of the out of the hand. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it was pretty cool, uh, especially with a guy like <clears throat> Kyle Seeger with all these like fucking green greenies like on the team, like all these green like call ups on the Mariners. You would have thought that. It, you wouldn't have thought that it would be Kyle uh, Seeger who looked foolish, right? Uh, but it was, so that was pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> Jack, uh, Jack uh, it's uh, time to name our uh, Rain Delay Theater Player of the Game. I, I, I think uh, you had a good choice for today's. Well, we, we you know came to a decision, and yes. uh, we realized that it should be Daniel Vogelbach. Yeah, we're giving the the Rain Delay Theater Player of the Game to Daniel Vogelbach. Um, I was. I was I was bummed that he wasn't in the lineup, so I'm yeah. glad he got into the game. Yep. Uh, he came, he pinched hit in the fourth spot, so he was the fourth of four players to bat in the or I mean in the ninth spot. Yep. Um, uh, in the bottom of the eighth, uh, and uh, he got a single. Yeah, he got an RBI single. He got, he got the only uh, only RBI of the for the Mariners. Only RBI for the Mariners. Yep. Um, what ended up happening uh, was that Braden Bishop. Uh, got thrown out seven to four, uh, circling, making a wide turn on second base, which ultimately ended the inning, killed any sort of rally that they had going on. They had three straight hits up yeah. until that point. Yeah. Um, so Vogelbach contributed to that, but uh, also like ended up getting uh, Bishop thrown out at uh, second base. Um, but uh, I think Vogelbach flies into this game like pretty harmless. Like he was surrounded by failure. Uh, the, the the lineup did nothing. Uh, he was the only. He comes in, gets a base hit, gets one run, and does his job. Uh, but then a guy who's on the base pads gets himself thrown out, kills the rally. Um, but but Vogelbach flies. He 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 comes through clean on the end of this game because he did nothing to contribute to the loss. No, um, there was just failure surrounding him. There was and uh, just all over the place. You know, he was a uh, draft pick of the Cubs. He um, kind of came up with he came up through the system. There was just no place for him, so the Cubs had to trade him. They had ultimately traded him for Mike Montgomery, um, and so he brought Mike Montgomery to the uh, team, who got the last out of the World Series. The rest is history. Uh, so, I mean, this guy just he did everything right, um, and so for that reason, that's why I feel like he should be the player of the game. I think it's a great choice, Jeremy. Uh, yeah. Daniel Vogelbach hitting 217 with 29 homers. Honestly, him and Schwarber <laughs> are kind of interchangeable at this point. They look very similar. Well, they they did a they did a thing yesterday about how like people would get them confused. Oh, and, really? Like, people would ask for autographs and they would say the wrong guy. Uh-huh. And Jim Deshays actually said that he it happened to him. Oh wow! He like he he called like uh, uh, Vogelbach, you know, Kyle or something, and he's like, "You got the wrong guy" or something. I think it was the other way around. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, like you got the wrong guy or something, mm-hmm. and so they showed a side by side picture of them when they were both on like you know the A ball or the double A like the Smokies or something, and like it, it is shocking the resemblance of the two. Maybe the maybe the Mariners aren't the only uh, ones cloning players. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just get a couple big dudes who just hit right. homers yeah. and hit two twenty. Maybe they uh, got some stem cells from Matt Stairs. <laughs> they cloned him next to the meat or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, I guess that'll that'll about do it for this episode, yeah, right? I think um, so. Yeah. So uh, so again, uh, folks, you know, just uh, busy times coming up for me specifically. I like I said, I'm getting married in four days, Jack. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, you will be there. Um, and um, yeah, you know, uh, we'll 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 get you. Uh, we'll 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 get you the fine listeners of Rain Delay Theater as many episodes as we can coming forward. Um, I think we should be good, but um, you know, if again, if we're gonna miss anything, we'll we'll. Uh, let you know on social media, but uh, I'm also going to be going on a honeymoon, so things are going to be a little dicey going forward. Uh, but uh, I trust that I'll come back to the Cubs uh, in a comfortable first uh, place uh, lead, and uh, you know everything will go very smoothly 
here on out. Right. There's yeah, no hubris at all there. Yeah. You know. Uh, so for Rain Delay Theater, uh, I'm Jack Swakowski. and I'm Jeremy Dionisio. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.